Hey everyone, we just have a special announcement. Our 50th episode is coming up, and we wanted to do something a little different, so we're going to do our first Q&A. So if you do have some questions you would like us to answer for you, please check us out at Beholders iPod on Twitter, and we'll be happy to answer any questions. You'll find a form there pinned to the top, and uh, we'll answer anything that you have to ask us. Thanks a lot. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons epic fantasy adventure. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. On the Great Isle, it is a time of religious wars, imperial domination, and an ancient evil reborn. Only one crew can save the world from utter destruction. They are... Magrain Silverbeard, Paladin of St. Eligius. Zalara Tremez, Wandering Elven Monk. Magnar Skorgrim, Goliath Sorcerer. Heavenlight, the Fire-Kindled Wandering Flamosifer. All right, so who wants to let us know what happened last week? So we started in the church with uh, Hibonite and Thalara. They came to a door and found a dude standing there looking at a big anvil that was apparently holding back some kind of green energy. And so Hibonite immediately turned he and Zalara invisible. And then out in the woods where Magnar, Margraine, Madhava, and the baby were, uh, some minotaurs came and the old uh, Torin, who was coming after Zalara still, uh, had recruited some new people. And so they were attacking to try to get to Zalara, but they were dealt with quite handily, minus Turin himself. And back in the cathedral area, we had uh, Zalara sneak outside into the uh, street where there were some paladins guarding the entrance, trying to make sure that the demons didn't get out of the church to come and attack the rest of the town. And she met Elaine, and he very football coachy gave her a pep talk. <laughs> To try to make sure that she was on the right side, <laughs> go Kringle Falls, and KG was up. <laughs> <laughs> and once she dropped Margraine's name and convinced him that she was not a demon, they uh, got a plan together to go back inside and hopefully take out the, uh, the eye demon thing that was looking at the. Um, anvil in the middle of the way. Meanwhile, Hibonite was, uh, no, Margraine was out talking to Magnar, convinced him to A, let Turin, whom Margraine had bound in manacles, to let him go as long as he didn't come after us for a week, and B, let uh, Margraine go back in and go see uh, what was going on with Hibonite and Solara because they'd been in there too long. And Magnar let that happen, and uh, we ended with a plan between Margraine and Hibonite to go in and attack at the same time as Solara and Elaine and the rest of them were going to come in and attack, and Magnar, talking to Vadhava, named their baby, and Vadhava hey. made clear that if it came to staying or saving her and the baby, she'd run. And what they name the baby, Ben? Ilva, which means Ilva. she wolf. Yes, 
Very touching. So, we are going to start with everybody is kind of converging all at once. Zalara's getting ready to open the door. She's got her line of paladins getting ready to charge. Um, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Elaine is going to follow her in, kind of wing out and trying to attack. Mag uh, Magnar is running toward, running through the tunnels, and then Margraine and Hibonite have decided they're going to move forward. So, what I want everyone to do, because that's a lot at once, is... Why is this not coming? There it is. Everybody, give me an initiative roll, just so we can kind of track this here. Nine. 18, 16. 21. <clears throat> All right, so... Uh, here's the turn of order. Um, now, the way this is going to work with the creature is, obviously, it's going to be like every other turn that it's going to be there. So, because uh, it flashes in and out of existence with the green light. Uh, oh. It's not there every turn. The green light's not there every turn. Conveniently, there's about a six-second, you know, difference <laughs> between the two. Uh, Amazing. <clears throat> yeah, it's funny how that works. Um, so... That's going to change things up a little bit. But first on the list is Magnar, and <laughs> I'm assuming you're dashing through the tunnel. Yep, 80 All right, feet. so you will make it up to where you see Margraine and no one else, and that is your turn. Hibonite, you're next up. Okay, uh, is the creature there at the moment? Um, yeah, we'll say the creature is there to begin with. Yes, this turn the creature is there. How far away would you be from me? Um, he's going to, he'd be one movement action away from you. Okay, well, I'm still invisible. Mm-hmm. So I will move over there. Okay, what I'm going to need you to do as soon as you step into the green light is go ahead and give me a will save or wisdom save. Uh, DC 17. Um, okay. It's nine. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so <laughs> what's going to happen here is you will hear a... Well, you won't really so much hear a voice as every fiber of your being. And I guess, yeah, you will, you will hear a voice as well. Um... It's a very sweet voice. It reminds you of your mother. It says, Have a night. Push over the anvil. And you've wanted nothing more in your life to do than push over the anvil. So you'll go over, and I need you to give me a strength check to try and push Don't over the physically anvil. physically weak. Don't crit on this one, man. Twelve. Crit fail would be okay. Twelve. Okay. So you're pushing on the anvil. The creature... Does not. It sees the anvil starting to move, shake as you push on it, but it does not do anything. It doesn't attack you or anything because you're still invisible. All right, your turn, creature. <laughs> oh, thank God that <laughs> the creature is still examining the anvil itself with the wand. Seems to be doing some kind of casting on it. Um, then Ivan the Paladin and oh, Edgar and Ivan go together. That's perfect. Go both come bursting through the front doors making kind of a line. They both have their saw, uh, one has a sword drawn, the other has a war hammer, and they come charging into the room. <laughs> this isn't gonna go well. Um, they have a negative one. One rolls a nine, one rolls an eight. Both come running in immediately, and with Hibonite, try, and they get on the same side as Hibonite and start, try and push it. Oh no. It was a double movement for them to get to the anvil, wasn't it? You are absolutely right. Thank you for remembering that. So they get to the anvil, and that is all. <laughs> All right. Next. Wait. So uh, paladins have a minus one to their wisdom save. These paladins do. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I guess that didn't make a lot of sense whenever. <laughs> but whatever. <clears throat> I pulled these from offline, so I didn't have to do a lot of work. Um, 
Yeah, no, these were not well thought out paladins. <laughs> Their names are Ivan and okay. Edgar. Um, Zalara, <laughs> it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm. It's like a full movement to get to the green area for me, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm keeping up. And with you'll notice the... that they just charged off. I mean, they obviously <laughs> broke the plan. They're no longer keeping on where they're supposed to be. Right, because they they <clears throat> dashed all the way over there. They're not, you know, they're supposed to be that front line protection for you, and they just took off. Uh, guys, um, uh, how far is it from like the the pews or whatever the safe zone, not green area, is to the dude? Well, um. It's still the green area. I'll just let you know the reason you didn't have to deal with this before is because you weren't actually on the ground. You were jumping off the pews and off the... Ah. So, I'm trying to think if Solara would put that together. She's pretty wise. Uh, just give me, I mean, yeah, uh, give me a... Just, let's just do a wisdom save for that. Let's see how she does. 21? Yep, she figured nice. that out. Okay. So, she's going to then go like to a pew as close to the thing as she can get. Okay. And so stand on top over of it. There. Okay. And, oh yeah, you're not... Jeez. The creature turns and looks at you. Uh, it can't do anything else. It's already used its turn, so... But it definitely notices you. Hi! Margaret, <laughs> it's your turn. Um, and has there... Like, does it look like like the thing is being hurt at all or anything like that? The the creature? No. No. Um, I'm just gonna go with the plan. I'm, I'm charging the creature, I guess. Okay, give me yeah. a... Wisdom save DC thirteen or seventeen. Sure, uh, seventeen. <laughs> nice. All right, you make it up to the creature who okay. notices you and is freaked out. Well, you'd think I don't know, but you hear the the chittering sound and the kind of high pitch. Yeah, I'm gonna try and hit it with my uh, warhammer. That's okay. what I do. Yeah, you do. Uh, does a 16 hit? I don't think 16 so. 16 hits. Oh, nice. Uh, for eight bludgeoning <laughs> damage. Does it look like it connects? Um, yeah, it definitely connects. Okay, I'm going to, um, you know what? I'm going to burn this last spell slot for, uh, Divine Smite. Nice. Uh, for 11 radiant damage. Wow. Nice. Wow. So that's a total of how much? Uh, 19. Holy crap. Okay. I rolled, so I rolled an eight on that Divine Smite. Hopefully that pushes a con save to it and it stops this spell that stops us. <laughs> and that's Okay, Margaret. so, yeah, the, the creature is not happy about that, um, but it's not its turn, so we're going to go next in line. Sorry, I've got like three screens up. Whoever's next? Who's next? Elaine. Elaine, okay. So just, Alex, if he's casting a spell concentration, just... Yeah, I know. A he's reminder. Not. Okay. He's not just at all. Just checking. I heard <coughs> Ryan say that like four times. <laughs> okay, so Elaine's going to run in and... Okay, he is okay, no problem. Also going to run in and he carries his long sword. Oh, damn. All right. Um, so Elaine gets two attacks. He swings once and hits, takes 19 points of damage. Swings again, does a critical. That's 15 plus 17. Um, so is that total? That, that's a shitload. 32. 32. Thank you. Coach right? knows how to hit. Nice. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, he I actually built. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, just to check, 15 plus 17 was both hits total or one hit, the critical? 
No, that was the critical. I rolled oh. a 15 and then I rolled a 17 on the reroll so for the crit. 32 plus the first hit. Which is 19, so that puts... 51. Oh my yeah, god, okay. 51. <laughs> this creature is... Jesus. You hear that Like, is really loud right now. Holy god. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I built him wrong. I don't know. Who cares? It was awesome. Um... <laughs> All right, it is now your turn, Magnar. You see all this going on, but at this moment, suddenly the green's gone, and everybody, just so you guys know how to act, everybody who was under that spell no longer has that urge anymore. And the guy's gone too. So I don't really know what's going on, because no. I didn't necessarily see that whole thing happen, because I just ran up. Yeah. Um, so right now you see all of your, your friends and a couple paladins, th- uh, a couple paladins, well, you see Hibonite, who was just pushing on the anvil. The other <coughs> paladins are there, too. I'm still invisible. Okay, you don't see Hibonite. You see two <laughs> paladins pushing on the anvil. And then, um, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily know what's happening, so... No. Everybody looks weird. They're just kind of standing around. Mm-hmm. Um, like, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I'll just I'll pull my javelin, I guess, and be like... Well, uh, is there a fight going on? <laughs> Magnar! Can I use a free action to talk to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Magnar, oh. there's a weird creature in the middle of the room. Sometimes. Hibonite, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out. Uh, corridor tentacles. That's a situation you should remember. <laughs> okay, I remember that. Uh, that hurt, so... Uh, where... Uh, is, where do I hit? <laughs> When it reappears. <laughs> All right, so I'll ready an action, I guess, to throw okay. my javelin at whatever appears. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. Yeah, I guess I might as well rage too. So, yeah. Okay. So I'll rage, ready an action, and reckless attack. So. Okay. Great. Um. Makes sense. And then Hibonite, it's your turn. Um. You had that feeling, that kind of warm, motherly feeling swept over you a moment ago um, and convinced you the only thing in the world you should do is knock over that anvil. Now it's gone. <clears throat> and you're not really sure why or what happened. What I mean, what do you do right now? How do you handle that? Um, so when that creature disappeared and reappeared earlier, mm-hmm. was it always coming back to the same spot? No, I mean, it would. It, it seemed like it would be moving around, like it was moving around the anvil, it was moving around the room, almost okay. like investigating it or covering it with its spell. Okay, that makes it more of a pain. Um, I will see that Zalara jumped onto one of the um, pews to not take the effect. Is there a pew within range of me to jump on? Yes. Yeah, easily. I'll I'll go over to a pew and I want to ready a fireball for when it reappears. And uh, I'll shout out to everyone to scatter a bit because fireball's coming in when it comes back. (laughs) (laughs) I want want minimal minimal, um, casualties. Minimal friendly fire, but I'm gonna hit it with a big bomb. Okay, so <laughs> the uh, it's, it's it's Ivan and Edgar, the paladins, the the shitty shitty paladins turn. They're going to <laughs> <laughs> um, they turn and, and run out the room as soon as they hear that. <laughs> oh, nice, well. Wow. We lost two fighters. Well, they don't leave the cathedral. They just run out of the oh, okay. the, the the room. I thought you meant they'd run out of the entrance. I was like, oh, no, that's, no, 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 that's no, not no. helpful. Just the um, fighting area. Laura, what are you doing? Um. Okay, so I'm up on a pew. There's nothing to attack currently. 
Um, I'll just yell out to the rest of them. Hey, I think the pews are safe. If you stand on a pew, I don't think you go whatever just happened to those guys. <laughs> and I will ready an action. Is it within jumping distance wherever this yeah. anvil? Yep. Okay. I'm going to get my short sword ready to jump at whatever, as long as it's not on fire or fireballed or whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, Margraine, what are you doing? Um, she said get on top of a pew. Uh, yeah, I'll get on top of a pew. Okay. That Elaine cool. does the same, and then you hear the energy come back up, and then the lightning-esque energy come out of the anvil and try and fight it right there. Uh, Magnar, you see this for the first time, and there is that creature there. What do you do? Well, I ready my action to attack it, so... Like, so, oh. go. <laughs> Can you attack it? Yeah. All right. So, reckless attack. Magic missile. 26. Okay. Both. That's and nine piercing plus okay. four radiant. All right. You throw the javelin. It pierces the creature, and it would have uh, pinned it directly to the anvil, but it the anvil is too strong. It just breaks. The creature Broke. falls down dead. Oh. <laughs> okay. The green energy is still there. So, as soon as the green energy comes up, you hear that... Um, sweet voice again telling you that you need to go ahead and push over the anvil and it's something you want to do more than anything in the world I know you're ready to fireball which which would you prefer to do I still gotta go towards the thing could I I can't see back into that stairway at all could I um, back into the stairwell or the, yeah. the corridor that you came through Yeah. I mean you could see there's darkness there you can see Magnar standing there just launched, having launched a ja- javelin would I be able to misty step into the, the area? That's 30 feet, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say you can. Okay, I'll just put that up. And I'll misty step into that area, hopefully taking me out of the range of the spell or not touching something. All right, since you directly decided not to do what it told you to, you're going to take 20 points oh, of damage. I knew something damage. bad was going to happen. <laughs> oh, Gaius. All right. Is there a chance to resave against it at all? At the end of my turn or anything? Or No, you got to wait 30 nope. days. Oh. <gasps> okay. Oh. Both those paladins failed as well, so you guys might want to be ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hold on. Uh. <laughs> oh. Is it is it bad? I'm hoping that killed them. <laughs> they can be revived. Maybe. Mm, give me a second. Uh. If you die and are revived, is Gay still active? I would say yes. Are you sh- you usually effects end upon death, right? What's that? That's what I thought. Does the it say the effect ends on death? I'm reading it right now to see how we can get ourselves out of this. <laughs> a remove curse, greater restoration, or wish spell also ends it. Um, yeah, that's it. You can end the spell if you if you're the caster. So that's it. Well, the caster's dead now. So maybe. No, it's not. Maybe. All right. So um, both those guys take the damage, and you see both Ivan and Edgar scream <laughs> as they try and run out the door and die. Ow. And we can actually get out of initiative right now. There's no more. There's nobody else you're combating. So okay, um, this is just the situation right now. So what do you guys? So uh, um, as Hibbert, like, would I understand now that refusing the voice in my head is hurting me? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you've seen this before in that giant, that frost giant you saw too. Um, okay, and, gonna... and obviously, since you took damage, you're no longer invisible. Yeah, um, I'm gonna 
go over to the anvil and I'm going to put my hand against it and give a little push, but something that Hibonite himself would know is not enough to push it over, but it's still following the orders of the voice. I'm going to try and trick the spell. <laughs> are, are you maybe going to articulate your situation to your friends as you're, as you're uh, attempting uh, this? The next thing I'm going to say is if I say that as I'm going over. Um, I'll, I'll say I'm, I'm like the giant at the, at the castle. Oh, All no. right. So, as you do that... Um, Luckily for you, if you guys read the spell, and this is something you'll also realize, you only take that damage once per day if you directly disobey the order. Oh. 5e, yeah. I think. I don't think that's the way it used yeah. to be. Uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if Hibonite would directly know that. No. So you push it, and there is no damage that's done to you. I mean, you still have the burning desire to. Um, it's going to be what you want to do, but you're not taking the damage now. Okay. Well, as Ryan, I know I can survive that for 30 days. It would just hurt like hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, guys, um, this isn't great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure knocking this over will release another great evil. I don't want us to be responsible for three. But at the same time, I like <laughs> living. Um, would my bracer being made of the same whatever the anvil is made of give me any kind of protection against this? Would I know that or be able to decipher that? Um, give me a, an arcana check. Um, anybody who wants to can can do that. If you if you say that out loud. Um, Maybe my maybe bracer I, would so. help me, guys. This, uh, that. Huh? Huh? Twelve. <laughs> Nine. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you guys who rolled a fifteen... You think that it would, it, it seems to be, you think that it would. I mean, basically, you think that it would give some kind of protection to you, maybe a little bit of an advantage where it wouldn't to other people, ah. but how much, you don't know. It's taking the whole weight of the anvil and all whatever magical properties it has to keep this green down. Gotcha. Hmm. Um. <sighs> Hibonite. Oh, is that, is that how, creature's how you... corpse still here? Yeah, it, it keeps coming in and out of existence every six seconds. Uh, as I turn to Margaret, can you get the ribcage book? Because I imagine that thing has one. That might be useful. Just don't let Zalara see you do it. She doesn't like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, h- how do you or... think this whole thing works, Hibonite? Um, well, you remember that giant who didn't want to kill us, but was trying to kill us, and every time he didn't hurt us, took damage? Yeah. When I came over here to do the, thir- the first part of our plan, I heard a lovely lady's voice in my head that told me to push over the anvil and I felt compelled to do it and when I decided not to do it about 12 seconds later I really got hurt massive migraine it almost felt like it took off uh, over half of my health <laughs> <laughs> um okay and and do you, do you think you just have to try to do the thing it, it says? or Well, I, I'm trying at the minute, but I'm doing it in a way that I know myself wouldn't be able to push over the anvil, and I, it, I'm not taking damage. What if I we tied you up and you just still attempted to do the thing? That's well, out of that your might control. Be like the giant where, because it couldn't reach us, it took damage. Hmm. There's also a chance this... I only take damage once for disobeying, and that's at the end of the spell. I don't know. This um, town is full of paladins. Surely one of them can help. restore you. Maybe the oh. Archbishop will have a greater rest- restoration sort of plan. 
Well, well, we have we have many clerics, but um, but okay. I, either I'll, way, I'll... we have to leave here. So if I, if it means I'll potentially die, or we can't stay here because we'll definitely die. I see. The bigger issue is if something is trying to get out, the people can't leave, and in a day's time, Marat <laughs> Hall will come and move the anvil, anyways. Hmm, that's true. Releasing whatever is here. But we won't be responsible this time, which is a step forward for us. Indeed it is. Baby steps. Baby steps. We'll go from causing the evil to not being directly responsible, to hopefully hindering it, to putting a hamper in their plans to stopping them. That's the staging of our plan, I think. Okay, and... um... Could I, um, with the advantage that my bracer gives me, could I get the wand or whatever this creature or do can i loot the body basically yeah yeah that's no problem at you all s- you said the pews are safe why is that i don't uh, know i think it was more the floor was bad so not so touching the floor directly kept you away from the energy i think maybe the floor is lava the pews. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a bridge of pews so people can get out if they want to. Oh, that's a good idea. I mean, uh, I can help a little bit. I don't really have to worry about being affected by the spell anymore. Oh, that's true. Are you sure? We'll find out if I have to keep pushing the anvil then. If I, if I suddenly hit the floor and stop moving, it means it's, things have gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll stop pushing the anvil, Alex, and start moving pews over and making a bridge okay. towards the exit. All right. So, um, and uh, you know what, Ben? I'm going to go ahead and give you inspiration for figuring that out. Uh, and then... Um, Elaine says, all right, well, um, I'm going to go out and, uh, you need some, some magical healing, right? Yeah. Um, uh, red man. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go grab, uh, one of the clerics. Um, uh, I'll see you if, uh, Father Gorham is available. So I'll go grab him. Uh, we'll see what we can do about getting you, uh, restored greaterly. And then, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we'll get What's together that? with the pews, see what we can do about all of that at that time. <laughs> Um, so Zalara, you loot the body? Yeah. Okay. So you pick up the wand and interestingly enough, the wand is a (coughs) wand of enemy detection. Ah, okay. Um, and then, uh, on the rest of the body, you will find some, uh, short rectangular, uh, pieces that have words inscribed on them that you've never seen before in a pouch that looks like it may be uh you're, you're guessing is like a coin purse of some kind and then there is a small leather bound um notebook uh, the kind of which you've never seen before or it's super elegant um has some weird writing in it once again you've, you've never seen that before at all either um but it's completely foreign to you and other than that there's not really anything of note on this creature Okay, the four weird rectangular whatever blocks mm-hmm. had writing on them? Yes. Okay. What are they made um, of? So. They're made of some kind of substance that it doesn't feel like metal. Um, doesn't even really feel like bone. It, it's completely foreign to you. You, you really you don't know. Um, it's not stone. It's not heavy enough to be that. It's definitely not metal. It's lighter like uh, something made out of bone, but you're just not sure. Okay. 
what I'm gonna walk over while you're looting. Uh, are you done with the body? I, I I just you don't like seeing the next, but I just want to check its ribcage. Oh, um, oh, oh, you can do this. Hey, cool. I'll go. Yeah, if, if you that way, that way, <laughs> uh, maybe get to the tunnel so you don't hear the crack. Um, actually, can I just go step outside and be outside um, in the yeah, city and check out yeah. things? Yeah, I mean, it's a city under siege. So I imagine there's burning <clears throat> panic and that. I don't think the shops will be open. Oh, <laughs> I was so hoping to get a new dress. <laughs> With more pockets. <laughs> I only have 18. I need at least 23. And when when Zadara um, moves away, I'll start hacking up the, uh, <laughs> the chest and try and rip it open a bit. Not being very proficient in this sort of stuff at all. Okay, so you hack open the chest and um, you break through very easily. The insides are like nothing you've seen before on any kind of creature. It's very kind of it's very uh, kind of stringy and goopy. Uh, even the bones themselves seem like they're malleable um, and not not like real bones that you're used to. It's super super foreign to you, but it's definitely no book in there, and it's a hundred percent just gross. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna set it on fire. Just make okay. sure this thing's gone. All right, yeah, you torch the body. All right, so I'm gonna just set up the pews as quick as I can, since I'm probably the most likely one to do that. Um, <laughs> and then I'm gonna head outside or to the mouth of the tunnel to find Vodhava, hopefully. Okay, um, yeah, you are able to do that pretty easily. Um, yeah, that, that's no problem at all. Margaret, what do you have going on? Um, I'm assuming I knew the two paladins that died. Um, I'd like to help take care of their bodies. Okay. Because, um, you know, they're my they're my brothers. And I, I would help out with, like, the whole pew thing and everything until um, Elaine said he's getting Father Gorum for Hibonite. So kind of right. chill out, you know, um, take care of the two bodies. Uh, make sure that they're, like, check if they're actually, like, fully dead. If not, I would try and revive them with some lay on hands if they don't seem like they're completely dead. No, they're they're super, super duper dead. Okay, yeah, yeah, real dead. Um, I'll, I'll say some they're prayers for dead. them and stuff and, and wait for Elaine and Father Gorham to show up. Okay. So uh, Father Gorham does arrive and is able to cast the Greater Restoration on you, Hibonite, to take that off. Um, looking over you, though, he does say, in his little dwarven face. Right, well, you know that um, there's something else on you as well. Right, you've been cursed twice. Can, can you identify the other curse? Um, it seems like it's some kind of uh, piece of madness. I, I'm not exactly sure I can specify. I just I recognize the magic I see. Madness, okay. That seems quite right for how things have been going. Are you sure it's a magical affliction or just my, my body slowly breaking? <laughs> no, it, 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 it's definitely been opposed, right? It's, it's not It's not who you are, you know, on a chemical level. Okay, well, Theos thanks you. Oh, yes. Blessings of Theos. I, I, I'll, I'll give him a couple of copper. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right. I, I don't know what to say now. Okay. Um, so, so that it didn't remove his curse. Then it's just a different curse. It didn't remove him thinking he's Theos. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I don't want that curse to go. <laughs> I know it's fun. But. I love that curse. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's like some secret hidden part of it that's going to be really bad later on, but I like it at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, all right, so... Um, I would have come back in when he came through, by the way. Okay. And um, he does, does also... Um, he casts a... Does a ritual over the, the two fallen paladins, and they do come back to life. Oh! Ooh. Woohoo! Dude, nice. Yeah. Well, well, he's the head of clerical training. Right. Fair. Uh. Yeah. He should know that, I would think. Yeah. 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 You, you would hope that the guy who trains all the other clerics could probably do some, like, you know, resurrection. You would hope so. <laughs> yep. Uh, all Alain, right. Gorham, it's great to see you. Yeah. Great to see you too, little man. How are you? Um, I've probably been better. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I've heard you had, uh, had some trouble there. With, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, you know, don't don't worry about the, the uh, followers of Saint Crowley. They're a bunch of nerds. We can take them. Not a problem. <laughs> I, I I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I've done some self reflection, and I think I think I was on the right side. So. Yeah, I'm sure you were. You know, um, I know once we get out of all this, the Archbishop's going to want to talk with you as well. Um, you know, find out you know your side of the story. Totally behind you. We're going to make sure that you know we are a unified front. And that, uh, you know, we're not going to let them lambast you or scapegoat you about anything, all right? Uh, of course. All right, so, um, yeah, let's get this going. We're going to go ahead, and uh, if you guys can help out, we're going to try and get everybody lined up and out of here as quickly as possible. Excellent. Um, I'd like to cast Minor Illusion on the anvil, just big red letters, do not touch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that appears. <laughs> That's All funny. right, so, um, Magnar, you run out through the tunnel, and it's only been, what, like a minute and a half, two minutes? It's not been long. Well, I guess you set up well, the Well, I the moved pews. the pews and stuff. Okay, but, so maybe it's been about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, so she's still sitting there, is obviously delighted to see you. It wasn't as bad as I had, had expected. I'm not sure what the holdup was, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we need to decide what to do. I don't know if our friends are going to leave with us. There are some more things going on than I, I don't know if they'll want to leave, but I think we should leave. What do you mean? Th this place before the dragon comes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so aren't they coming this way? Are you saying we should leave now without them? I mean, no, not necessarily without them, but, uh, I, but I... If Kalindor is the safest place, we need to go there. And I'm actually not really sure which way we're headed, so... Well, um, your friend you said know, it was down south, and so Kalindor would, would be on the way. Very well. Then if they are willing to leave this place, then we can head out with them. If not, then, then we must go. Okay. And she smiles um, at you. So is, um, yeah, we should find out if they're coming. I'll, I'll stay here with her. And um, I'm assuming we're going to have a, a group of people coming with us soon. A very large group of people leaving, at least. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know if that's safe either, actually, now that I think about it. It's a bigger target. She we'll smiles at you and says, well, I appreciate everything. Go help your friends. All right. See you soon. All right. She kind of <laughs> smiles at you. Like, there's an awkward moment where you guys kind of... Like, like, yeah. Oh, do we do we kiss and then kinda just kind of kind of hug, peck <laughs> each other's cheek, and then you head off? Okay. Um, okay. So what I want from you guys, you got to evacuate this city. It's not huge. 
but it's still not easy to wrangle this many people. Plus, you've got to make sure that you're not alerting Murat Hull's soldiers as to what's happening. Hmm. So, it is time for another skill, skill challenge. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys know the rules at this point. We're going to go ahead and any... Um, you know, use your skills. Um, let me know how you're using it. The better explanation, the lower the DC, DC, the more flimsy I think the explanation is, the higher the DC. So um, let's go ahead and um, whoever wants to start. I don't, I, it really doesn't matter to me. Is there... <coughs> right, well, um, surely there are people that are having trouble moving around. So... Um, I will use my athletics to carry people across the, the pew bridge that need help, old folks, um, anybody who needs that sort of aid. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Go ahead. DC 10. 16. 16. Oh, and I didn't say you guys are going to need to get five successes. Um, if you get it without two failures, then Marat Hall will not know and his troops will not. If you do it with three failures, you can get everyone out, but they're going to know about it. If you do it with four failures, they will know and start attacking in the middle of the process, and you'll lose X number of people. Does that make sense? Yep. yep. Yes. Okay. So, we've got one success, zero failures. Who's next? I, I think I know one. Okay. Um, so, so, with it, you know, like in any successful evacuation effort, it's keeping people calm and orderly and stuff like that. That would be some sort of like charisma based thing, wouldn't it? Like to talk sure. to people and keep them kind of calm and, you know, this is what you guys need to do and direct people and kind of kind of get them all out in an orderly manner so there's not too much commotion. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, like, what, like a straight charisma check or maybe persuasion or something? Persuasion. It needs to be a skill based. So okay. Persuasion. Uh, that's an 11. Okay, yeah. I mean, once again, DC 10, I think you'll make that. That's no problem. So we've okay. got two successes, zero failures. Zalara or Hibonite, what do you guys want to do? Um, I would like to use persuasion to convince people who are being, like, dragging their foot, they're being stubborn because they think they can hold out or they don't want to leave their homes. Okay. So to convince them to hurry up sort of thing. Um, or convince okay. them it's a good idea to leave and it's not safe here. Okay, yeah, I'll let you do that. Um, I mean, once again, DC 10. I don't think that's... 16. Okay, so that's three successes, zero failures. Um, Zalara, what are you going to do? I'm going to go out into the streets, and I'm going to use my perception, if I can, to um, look around and see, uh, especially, like, small children. Sometimes they like to, you know, hide away, and, and if they're separated from their family or what have you and try to help to corral any stragglers that may be out and about and not coming okay yeah i'll give you dc 10 on that as well <laughs> failure that's an eight yes that's an eight which means Zalara rolled a one i know we don't do crit failures i just like to point them out all right <laughs> i have a plus magnar. seven <laughs> magnar it's your turn all right, so as we're, like, ferrying people through the tunnel and they're going outside, um, I like I said with Vodhava, it's going to create a bigger target. So I want to use survival to get people kind of in the woods and places to hide so they don't um, just make a make themselves obvious. Okay, thing. yeah, I think that's good. Go ahead. All DC right. 10. 10. <sighs> okay, so that is now what? Uh, that's four successes. 
Mm-hmm. One failure. Mm-hmm. All right, one more. Um, I'd like to use religion to try and help calm people and keep their um, spirits high as it's a religious town. I think it's a little, that's more of a, a persuasion, so I'm going to give that a DC 15. I'll do persuasion if you want. I'm better at that. You just did persuasion, though. You can't oh, do two. Sh- deceive them? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are Theos. <laughs> you all right. I don't believe in their religion. But yeah, you do. You're, yeah, you you're Theos. You're their religion. I still don't believe why they follow it. It's the primordial fire of the true religion. They just think I'm a god. <laughs> but still, they're worshipping you. I mean, you, you think you're Theos. That's part of thinking you're Theos, is you think these people are worshipping you. And that it's true. Yeah, so. I also follow the primordial fire. So. Maybe sure, it's per- you could- performance, Mr. Theos. Go perform <laughs> your thing. Performance isn't my worst one. Soapbox. <laughs> I, 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 soapbox. I, what, what would you like, Alex? Well, uh, I mean, you can do. What was the first one you said? Uh, religion? religion. I mean, like I said, if you want to do religion, it's DC 15. Uh, performance, I'll give you a DC 12 on that. So. I, I think I've got a solution for one. Um, how about this? Like with any kind of thing, you know, obviously like this is a town with like lots of people. There's probably some sick, you know, there's a lot of panic. There's probably injured and stuff like that. You know, older people would, would medicine help us out at all with that? You know, making well, sure could, like they since, since Hibonite spoke up first, he's got to yeah. go. Oh. Uh. Um, <laughs> plus six is a nice one. I'll go with religion at the DC 15. Okay. Oh, that's a natural one. Okay. So that's two, <laughs> two failures. failures. As long as Sam doesn't fail, we still get away with everyone and not knowing. It's uh-huh. three. It's yeah. Three. yeah, I I was I, I that's what I was kinda thinking of. It's just like, you know, there's probably sick, injured, that sort of thing. Making sure people are kinda you know, if there's anybody who's hurt because there was like a bit of a siege going on, obviously, they're they're readied. Right. Um, you know, stay helping people get stabilized so that you can kinda get them out of there. Okay, go ahead and oh, DC 10. DC 10, okay. Uh, not 20, for 24. <laughs> All right, perfect. Okay, so Woo-hoo! you guys are able to usher everyone out and start making it through the woods. The problem is you don't have any volunteers to stay back and basically sacrifice their lives from the militia. Everybody leaves. <laughs> and so you guys do start heading toward Kalandor because it's the biggest fortress that's closest by. Um... Well, actually, you know what? That's not true. You guys would head toward... The, the people would start heading toward Castle Delacroix. Ah. Um, but you guys would be traveling with them for a little bit. And since it is a large group of people, you hear the screams of the Wyverns out in the sky. And it's clear that they know that you're no longer there. That this, no, none of the townspeople are there. And the Wyverns start flying through the sky, searching for this large group of people. And we will call the episode there. Thanks for listening to episode 40 of Beholder's Eye. Bridge of Pews! I hope you had fun listening to this episode as the crew tries to figure out what to do next. And of course, there's going to be some trouble with those wyverns. If you enjoy what we do, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you use. It helps us out immensely. If you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the air. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Beholders iPod and our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com. You can follow Ryan, who plays Hibonite, at DuffDuffTheThird, Ben, who plays Magnar, at Miro4D2, Kim, who plays Zalara, at Metzgirl, and Sam, who plays Margraine, at Samsalot007. Editing for this episode performed by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. 
Thanks, and we'll see you next week. All music by Incompetech, Air Prelude, Long Note 4, Long Note 1, Malicious, Unholy Night, Burnt Spirit, Oppressive Gloom, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Journey Begins, all by Kevin McLeod. Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 Licenses. Creativecommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash buy, forward slash 3.0. All sound effects by Zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details.